millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So about Michael Jordan, how are you going to hit from outside the finals? You can't even get in. Welcome to the Basketball Addicts Podcast. Today we have a good one. Another good one. <laughs> yes, sir. We have a Power Rankings Podcast. We're going to be talking about what our top 30 teams are. We're going to give you guys all the breakdowns of these teams. We're going to tell you why we have them, where we have them. And we're also going to do a little bit of a short segment beforehand about Summer League. Uh, because Summer League has a lot of interesting things. It's just a few short notes and things that we've seen from Summer League and what players stand out. So we're definitely going to talk about that a little bit too. So yeah, that's that's the that's the uh, script for today. That's what you guys are going to get. All righty. Mm-hmm. Are you ready, Chris? Yes, sir. I stay All ready. right. So an interesting one is the Miami Heat signed an undrafted guy... Already, wait His a second. Name. What? They're pretty good with doing that. Remember Duncan Robinson? I mean, yes. they 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 they're they're, be, they're getting on Spurs level with finding diamond in the rough. <laughs> yes, yes, they have. They have. <laughs> this guy, I think, dropped like thirty. Okay, twenty-seven <laughs> points, nineteen rebounds in the opener. Not uh, twenty-seven. <laughs> yeah, twenty-seven. So. Wow. His name is, make sure I don't butcher this, Omer Yurtsevin. He's a center. He's a a center. He went to Georgetown. He's seven foot. Um, He is, I think he's international, like Turkey or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I watched him play. You know, congratulations on getting, you know, your your bag getting a a, a G League team a a two way two year deal. Mm-hmm. So, what this guy is it's it's pretty impressive. He has post feel. Um, he's not like super athletic like a top five pick, but he's athletic enough. He actually had a game saving block I think on Jonathan Kaminga. Whoa! Um, so that's a pretty you know to be able to do something like that. That's that's pretty good, um, you know, skill set and length. So, what his skill set kind of reminds me of is, uh, oh man, I always think of him, but um, he went to Gonzaga. He got, I think, he was on the Rockets, but got traded. He used to be on Kelly Olynyk. Yeah, he reminds me of Kelly Olynyk a lot. He has a good three point shot. Mm-hmm. He's seven foot, has post feel, 
Right. Um, I'd say he's prob- probably 105 or 110 percent of the athlete of Kelly Olenek. But yeah, you're completely right. The Miami Heat are great at finding guys like this. And he could next year as a stretch big that can be a force in the pick and roll and play defense behind Bam. That makes sense, right? So he, he has potential <clears throat> to eventually break on to a team that's really ready to win, make, go to the playoffs. So you were definitely your your natural instinct was right. They got a they found a nice little diamond in the rough. So some people may shoot me because of this, okay? Mm-hmm. But I would have to go watch him. But if you're if you're giving him the correct praise, and this is what I'm going to see when I go watch these highlights, then me personally, I feel Bam is a liability on the floor. He can't shoot. Oh, he he's, uh-huh. he's a Draymond Green who can't shoot. That's basically it. That's yes. like his, it, it's it. You can like you can step back. And he's not going to do nothing but pass the ball. Yeah. Your biggest fear is him coming at you, and he doesn't even do that half the time. So I would mm-hmm. start him over Bam. Even though Bam is a solidified star, I would start yeah. him over Because he, wow. that he gives you scoring. Bam doesn't give you scoring. I mean, he can, but not on the level yeah. that this big can. Okay, but let me say it. You, before you shoot me, I'm going to go watch him and be, and be sure. You know what I mean? Because I know a lot yeah. of people are like, oh, my God, he doesn't know basketball. He's talking about Bam. That's about you. <laughs> yeah, he was he just Olympics. He got a girl middle. <laughs> Bam's pretty special defensively. Yeah, he is, but he can't yeah. score. <laughs> yeah, he does have to develop some at least at least a mid range shot spacing wise. He really does cause a lot of spacing problems for the Heat. So I can see where you're coming from here. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Oh, and we're also recording this on a Sunday night, so Sunday night, August eighth. So there's a lot of teams that have interesting players that we haven't seen yet. You know, I had time to look at yet. So. As this develops, we'll be able to give you guys more relevant information. But yeah, um, I'd say other than that, there was a few players that we uh, watched. I think this guy is like the most famous guy ever to like not really play in college basketball. And like it's Leandro Ball. <laughs> He's averaged one steal already. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he had 16 points, right? He's six five, and he can shoot a really good three point shot. And he's more athletic than I think people thought. You know, he's definitely worked. He's not. You know, you have you have you seen what he looked like in high school? Yeah, he's kind of big. He he leaned out a lot. Yeah. it's 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 kind of ripped muscle mm-hmm. now. So yeah, I, that's that's really good for him. He moves really well. So if he has the potential to be a three and D guy in the future in the league, then it's really interesting. If you can shoot, he's six five, and you can shoot, you can make it in the league. So I, I if I'm the Charlotte Hornets, you know, the, I'd probably would take a chance on him in the G League because he, shooting at that level is hard to find. So yeah, that's his that's his role here. But it's it's nice to see he doesn't suck. You know what I mean? There's a chance that, the, but you know, with all the hype and what he has, like this family, there's a chance that he was going to be all fluff, but he's not all fluff. So great to see that. One thing I can say about that is that his father may be like one of the biggest loud mouths in all sports for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah. he was not wrong when he was talking about his children and he gave them the mm-hmm. idea that they could be the best. I mean, like we've already been touting Leangelo. I mean, like even though not many people have been really been attention to his game because of what he's been doing, like far as like mm-hmm. with UCLA and then he was in the JBA. I mean, the the JB the junior basketball. I don't, like, even, 
I forgot yeah. what it was called. The big baller brand thing. And then he was over there in different countries and stuff like that. Lithuania. L- yeah. Lithuania. But he's probably the better shooter of the three. I mean, of all of the three boys. So, I mm-hmm. mean, like, I mean, he's yeah. just showing you what he can do. And I hope, I really do. Because I remember last year, or it was the year before last, he was on the Oklahoma City Thunder practice team. I think, uh, yeah, I think the Pistons took a chance on him too in the practice team, something like that. Yeah, so like yeah. I just I just want to see him make it now, you know. Yeah. It's a good first game, so it's gonna be really interesting. Hopefully he can keep on building that momentum. Yeah. And the only other game I've seen other than that is the Houston Rockets versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. I saw some highlights of that. Evan Mobley is gonna be a dominating force in the pick and roll. It's yeah, Lob City, athletic. Good shooter, yeah. He's he's gonna be extremely hard to stop in the pick pick and roll as a lob man. Uh, so the Cavs did really well there. Uh, Isaac Okoro is looking pretty nice attacking the rim physically. Um, I would say other than that too, uh, Alprin Singun from the Rockets doesn't really uh, have a lot to like wow you and like make you look like I'm not really impressed by him. But the guy I want to talk about is our number one rated guy on our big board. Jalen Green is ridiculous. Jalen Green's hitting off-balance shots from three, right? Jalen Green, the first highlight I saw when he did the Kyrie thing where he has, he has the guy in the, behind him in the pick and roll, and he bumps into him and gets the shot and gets the free throws. Like he, He's 18 and doing this, right? He's yeah. 18 and coming off of off ball screens and hitting threes and trying to catch lobs on Evan Mobley. Like the guy is ridiculous. So I'm extremely excited to watch what he's going to do in Houston during the regular season and him in the G league. He's prime time. He's must turn on the TV. He's going to put butts in the seat. It's it's, you know, Houston doesn't have anybody else that's going to get in his way from getting a lot of minutes in the NBA. So he's, he's going to be a fun Fun player to watch, and I'm definitely glad we didn't uh, wa- uh, waffle away from having him number one. Yeah, <clears throat> it's crazy because like Houston basically has their future in Jalen Green. Like that's gonna be like when he develops, mm-hmm. it's gonna be something nice, especially if you develop next to Kevin Porter because Kevin Porter's already yes. showing flashes. So yes. mm-hmm. Cleveland will be eating that's sour nice. grapes again, but it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, we always are. We live <laughs> in the sour grape tree. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So for Evan Mobley, though, quick question for you. Mm-hmm. What's his best comparison? That's tough. Because he's he, he, he he's a really good athlete, but he's not, like, hyper-skilled yet. So it's not Anthony Davis yet. But he has a chance. To be Anthony Davis, like is that like his upside? Upside Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Chris Bosh comparisons are not terrible. Okay. okay. Uh so so I could definitely see that too. And um, yeah. What about the guy from uh, Miami? I was talking about with the shooting. Would you say? Because I mean, most international bigs are more skilled than they are dominant. So would he mm-hmm. be more Jokic or would he be more? Like, who will be a dominant big? No, he's, he's no dominant international bigs, really. So, yeah, I mean, JoJo is technically international. True, true, but yeah, 
it, that's that's dominance. I, like then yeah. there's skill, which is Jokic. I think it's two different. Yeah. Both get their flowers. Yeah. I, I don't really ever foresee him being a hyper dominant big in the NBA, but I feel like he can definitely have a role. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I can see him being skilled. His three point percentage like was really odd in college. Like one year it was like thirty three percent, next year it was like fifty percent, and next year it's like thirty. It's really hard to know what he's gonna be shooting wise. So Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the Miami Heat knows something we don't maybe they probably do because they're they're Miami Heat and we have a basketball podcast. Yeah. <laughs> sure. All righty. Are you ready to move into the main course? Yes, sir. Like I said, I Alrighty. <laughs> Who is the worst team in the NBA? We're about to tell you in our opinion. Drum right, roll, please. I have. No, we have. Oklahoma City Thunder. She. That's crazy because they got Kemba. <laughs> so like, Kemba's gone. Is he gone? Yeah, he went to New York. Remember? Yeah, he did go to New York. Why is that slipped my mind? They did have Kemba. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. So, you know, it's Shea, Lewis Dortz, um, Josh Giddy, Trey Mann. Uh, what's the shooter they got? The big shooter, stretch shooter. Or did they get? Or did he go? Is he gone? Am I thinking of an OKC team? Yeah, I think you're thinking of some guy I I can't think of right now. Gallinari. I, I think. I, no, Gallinari is gone. Never mind. Yeah. Oh my god, they are the worst team. <laughs> <laughs> so they basically have a bunch of guys that are like young, really, really, really young prospects that. Could eventually one day be something. It's just it's not really anything special. They're they're really terrible. I think that's on purpose though. Um, so you know, it's just it's it's you know, it could be a lot better. This team is not going to really threaten anybody. I mean, he's got Darius Baisley. Uh, I mean, Derek Favors is on this team. Uh, a bunch of people. Nobody would Isaiah Roby, Josh Giddy, Josh Hall, Theo Matt. Like it's, yeah, James Robinson. Early. Yeah, this team is just. It's not really anything special. It's just so young and so far away from being anything that I just don't really see them doing anything. I wouldn't be surprised if they just like fifteen wins. Fifteen. 15. <laughs> that's 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 bro, it might be like 12. It's it's bad. Yeah, this seems really bad. Yeah, that's my uh that's my take. What are you thinking about the Oklahoma City Thunder? Yeah, they're I completely agree. They're very young. They don't have anybody but Shea. And like uh, they I mean, I guess they have a future if they really believe in Josh Getty. Maybe they know something we don't, but I'm not too big on them. Um mm-hmm. I'm not too impressed with that. I think that what they're doing. And even though it's like it's not really obvious, but it's kind of obvious because it's glaring them in the faces that they drafted three MVPs and they have yet to ever <laughs> come close to that again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they didn't draft Shea, so yeah, it's hard to really know how good are they at drafting, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, it's gonna be really interesting, man. Definitely, but yeah, this is picks. our. 
our worst team for sure. For sure. It's our groups. Are you ready to go to 29? Yeah. All right. 29. This is sad. We have the San Antonio Spurs. Jason, don't get you going. Jason, you gonna get us canceled by saying that Pop is coaching the second worst team in the NBA. <laughs> that is blasphemous. I mean, they might not have the second worst record because of Pop, right? He might be able to get him out of that. Yeah. But what their problem is, is they have a bunch of guys that literally are just role players. So it's like Alfreka Minu, Kedabates Diop, Zach Collins. A guy you've never heard of, Bryn Forbes, Chandler Hutchinson, guy you've never heard of, Keldon Johnson, Doug McDermott, DeJounte Murray, Yaka Pirtle, I mean, Lonnie Walker, Jarek White, Thaddeus Young, Josh Primo. Like, this team sucks. Just, just straight up, they suck. <clears throat> they do suck. It's just they have nobody can create off the dribble, so... It's just, yeah. In my opinion, this is the 29th team. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, again, you hit it on the nose. I agree. Um, this is going to be a terrible team. Um, it's kind of sad because, like, mm-hmm. it seems like the Spurs would just keep, like, I think we mentioned this before, is, like, they're drafting as if it's the 90s. You know what I mean? Like, they're just looking for yes. role players, but they don't have any star. I mean, the last star they had there was DeRozan. I mean, and that didn't really pan out too well because they didn't put the right pieces around them if they were going to build and make them the franchise. Um, mm-hmm. And it's looking like that right now. I mean, maybe, I mean, second worst record. I mean, like I said, we might end up getting canceled for that because it's Coach Pop, and he's considerably one of the greatest coaches of all time in basketball. Um, yeah. Uh, I, just, I don't want to see this fall from grace, but we've seen it since they haven't been in the playoff picture in years. So, Yes. Yep, it is. It's been yeah. They haven't been the playoff picture for a long time, so it's 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 going to be really tough, man. Sad to see that pops even a still a coach that's that good. Mm-hmm. If you give them terrible talent, you know it's they can't do anything with it. So yeah, it wasn't even a trip from Grace. It was a full on fall, like face plants <laughs> in the mud. <laughs> yes, yes, not lying at all. It's completely what it is. <clears throat> All righty, starting to move up the board a little bit. 28, Detroit Pistons. Now, this would be the worst team by far if they did draft Cade Cunningham. Oh, honestly, right? easily. Yes. The pairing of Cade Cunningham with Jemiah Grant gives you some size, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to get uh, Josh Jackson, Jaleel Okafor. Kelly Olynyk's probably going to be their starter over Jaleel. Uh, his space I would do that. good with Cade, yeah. Dennis Smith Jr., Sadiq Bay, uh, Killian Hayes. You know, they have some guys, Isaiah Stewart, that have some sort of higher upside, right? So they're building, they're young, but it's about Cade, right? The kid, the reason why they're not 29 or 30 is Cade Cunningham is special. And you pair him with Jeremy Grant, and you, you have a nice little combo here that's going to be able to lift you out of being, you know, worse than OKC and the Spurs. So it's going to be fun watching Cade Cunningham, even though they suck. At least you have a reason to turn on the TV. So, yeah, yeah, that's my take on the Detroit Pistons heading in next year. Yeah, they're going to suck. 
Um, but they're not going to be the worst. So I think that's a that's a step in the right direction. I do have, mm-hmm. you know, some hope in the future because yes. <clears throat> they, you know, give Kate a couple years. He'll turn into exactly what you need him to turn into. Um, mm-hmm. And then you also do have Josh Jackson. I mean, we've seen him, you know, not really reach the potential that he we thought he had. But he's yes. he's still improving. So I'll give him that. Um, I don't really know too many other players on the Detroit Pistons because I don't watch them because I'm a Cleveland fan. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's a, it's a rough team. Yeah, I can assume so. At least they have <laughs> Dwayne Casey. Yeah, Dwayne Casey's still there. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a good, good coach. coach. Mm-hmm. Please don't fire him. <laughs> no, yeah, please don't fire him. Just please listen to Christopher Muhammad on that one. Don't fire him. <laughs> Please don't fire him. <laughs> oh my goodness. Are you ready to move on? Yeah. All right. Number 27, the Orlando Magic. Now, this is a team that is a lot of guys that maybe one day could be something, right? So, Mo Bamba. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr., even though I'm not really high on him. I've never really seen... like He's a post center who doesn't really do much else. It's just huge. Like He's 270 pounds. Mm -hmm. It's just I I don't really see him. But that's beside the point. Markel Fultz, right? Everybody knows. Number one overall pick. Has some sort of upside. Gary Harris, Jonathan Isaac, uh, Robin Lopez. You got... Terrence Ross, Morris Wagner, and they paired him with his brother Franz Wagner in the draft. Mm-hmm. Jalen Suggs, RJ Hampton, who has high upside. Cole Anthony was a seventh pick in the draft last year. So they have a lot of guards. They have basically have three point guards, right? No, more like four. They have four point guards. They're trying to figure out who the guy is um, and figure out who can be a two guard in the future. But they have enough young prospects to, it's more like a deep pool of young prospects and we're just going to see what happens but Mm -hmm. because of that um that's why we have them above the pistons and spurs and okc thunder in my opinion so yeah what are your take on them i do have a lot of young prospects um i Mm -hmm. feel like i don't want to be this person but i feel like there was a lot of hype surrounding mo bamba even though like this is like yes years ago and they made the song Mm -hmm. and everybody was like oh this guy is good and then we have just we had to see it I'm not, you yes. know, like, and then they do have like this four guard thing going on. I mean, they could work it out. I, I'm high on Cole Anthony and RJ Hampton. Um, I'm not really, I don't really know what far as, I mean, they have some pieces. They don't yes. have any size. They got pieces though. I mean, Jonathan Isaac is the size. Yeah. He's 6'11. If he stays healthy, that's the guy, in my opinion, who has the most potential in the team. Because he does have wing scoring ability with the six eleven size, so in my opinion, I feel like he has a chance to become something. Um, yeah, they they were stupid with Mo Bamba. They drafted Mo Bamba when you had Nikola Vucevic, and then they gave all that money to that center that was from the Toronto Raptors, and then he got the bag with Orlando, like six mm-hmm. nine. He rebounded. Oh my goodness, what is his name? Man, I have no clue where he's at anymore. What the uh, center? Yeah. From Toronto? Yep. Orlando. 
Um, what year are you talking? Um, he was when they f- used to face the Cavs with LeBron and Kyrie. He Turtle-loo? was a backup. S- oh, no. No, 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 no. He was a backup center behind Vucevic. Not Vucevic, uh, Valachunas. He's an international guy. I'll find it right now. Yeah. Man, this is bugging me. I can't find it. No, no. No, not any of that. It's not. I don't know. I can't think of who it could be. Yeah, they, why would they draft me? I don't know. Bismack Biombo. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, he was with Toronto, yeah. Yeah. Talk about a, <laughs> a needle in a haystack with that guy. Yeah. Uh, it was going to be hard for you to remember Bismack Biombo off the top of your head when I said Toronto Raptors. It's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what his, you know, Mo Bamba finally getting a chance to be the starting center and compete with that with Wendell Carter Jr. and Robin Lopez. So yeah, no, this is his chance. So we'll see what happens. It's gonna be interesting. They have a lot of interesting parts. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody who wins the most improved player comes from this team because they don't have anybody that's gonna be like next year. This guy is gonna be taking the ball all the time and be like our volume guy because Jalen Suggs doesn't even play that way so yeah like I wouldn't be surprised if somebody does develop to have some sort of talent level that there will just become like a guy that scores a lot of points so it's gonna be interesting maybe Mo Bamba maybe we'll see you know yeah. the Wagner brothers maybe we'll see a connection between them Wagner mm-hmm. yeah yeah He's a good player. All righty. You ready to shift gears here? Yep. All right. So the team we're going to be talking about here at 26 is the Houston Rockets. Now, we all know they have John Wall and Eric Gordon, but that's not what they're going to be, you know, trying to build around in the future. But that's going to help this year. But it's, it's about Kevin Porter Jr., uh, Josh Christopher, Usman Garupa, very underrated draft pick. They also signed Daniel Tice. Um, Christian Wood really is a slept on player. He's really nice. He has really good potential. And then we all know I love Jalen Green. Yeah. Right. Alperin Sengun. Uh, this is this is a team that has a lot of really good guards. I wouldn't be surprised if they improve record wise with Jalen Green and all the guys here long as they stay healthy with Christian Wood as a pick and roll threat with Jalen Green. So yeah, in my opinion, they'll they'll rise up a little bit from last year, but it's not gonna be anything crazy. But it's gonna be fun to watch. Yeah. So that, that's where I think they're at. What do you think? This team this is one of the teams like as a whole, like with all the young talent, they have the highest upside, in my opinion. I mean, like you have Jalen mm-hmm. Green who like could I mean, we've already seen Uber athleticism and 
and tough shot maker. And we're seeing like all these different things that we can compliment him on. So like, he's going to keep growing. Mm-hmm. He's only 18. So he's going to keep growing. He's going to grow into the player that is the franchise that's the face that's dropping like 30 to 40 points. You know what I mean? Like that's what he's going to grow mm-hmm. into. And then you have, you know, the Josh Christophers and the Christian Woods, like these, they have the highest, like these players that they accumulated, even though like they're not going to win too many games. And we do have them like kind of low on our mm-hmm. list. They all have like the highest up. They're the highest upside team because of what mm-hmm. they will become later on. They, they you know, this is a, yes. they built their team for the future. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. You're completely right. They have built for the future. It's going to be really interesting. Yeah. They're going to be fun to watch. There's a lot of teams that are going to be NBA league pass teams. They just like, they're not going to win. They're not going to be like, we're not watching them, but it's going to be fun to watch. So yeah, it's going to be good basketball next year. A lot of young rookies that are going to be, Really interesting. <clears throat> All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to push it to 25 here. The Charlotte Hornets is who we have at 25. Now, if I had to say, Jason, top three winners of free agency draft, this would be one of my teams. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love what they've done, right? Um, we all know LaMelo Ball is rare. LaMelo Ball is special, right? They added Kelly Oubre. Right, so he's going to help in the wing three and D. Uh, Gordon Hayward, we all know what Gordon Hayward brings to the table. Terry Rozier still on this team. Uh, PJ Washington, who had that incident in the offseason, I don't even know if it's appropriate bringing up what he did. Um, yeah. and then Miles Bridges is the lob threat, but I love what else they did in the draft. James Booknight, I love mm-hmm. James Booknight, right? Adding Kai Jones, that's going to be an extreme lob threat. Scotty Lewis is a really athletic, high upside guy. And even JT Thor is a really athletic six foot ten player. So I love what they're doing down there. Even last year they had like a 33 and 39 record. Like they were kind of in the bubble. So Lamella Ball's play style is really a one that leads to winning. Mm-hmm. So because of Lamella Ball with shooting and young guys, this team is gonna be I wouldn't be surprised if they're like the number one team in pace of play, then the highest scoring team, right? Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be breakneck. What everybody talked about, you know, the, the ball brothers playing in high school is like borderline what's going to be like in the NBA next year. It's, it's if they let them go and the, the head coach kind of just gives them the reins of the mellow ball, it's going to be fun to watch. So, yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking. It's going to be really interesting. The Charlotte Hornets probably not going to make any noise, but. They'll be a good team. So, yeah, that's what I'm, that's where I'm at on them. Yeah, I don't see a playoff spot. Um, I just see more like just must-see TV because um, you mm-hmm. have like all of these young players with like such high upsides. I mean, like they're another team like Houston Rockets where they just like – that team is built for the future. And the, and the way that they play is winning basketball. Um, <clears throat> and they're just going to be a team to watch out for. Just give them a couple yes. of years, and like we're going to be talking about, like, oh wow, like the the Charlotte Hornets won the Eastern Conference Championship. I don't know, like it's going mm-hmm. to be crazy. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see what they do, and uh, yeah, so yeah, definitely, definitely feel you on that one. You ready to shift to twenty four? Yeah, that sounds good. All righty, we're gonna shift to the Toronto Raptors. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> uh, so OG on a newbie I think he scored like 15-16 points per game last year you know good things are coming from him 
Goran Dragic, they got back in the trade for Kyle Lowry, Pascal Siakam. We all know what Pascal Siakam does. Fred Van Fleet brings a lot to the table. And they added Presta Situa and Scotty Barnes. Those are the big offseason acquisitions. Like Scotty um, Barnes. Mm-hmm. Scotty Barnes is a really good player, but it's it's really I don't I still don't think it's a good fit when you have OG and Pascal uh, young forwards wise. So um but yeah, I think I think this team's gonna play really good defense. I mean OG, Pascal, and Scotty, that's scary defensively. Yeah. Um so yeah, I I think they play good defense and they have good guard scoring. So I, I think they'll be able to be you know, respectful next year, not going to be in the playoffs, but they're not going to be pushed around like the Oklahoma City Thunder every night where you just give yourself a win every night type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Toronto, yeah, they definitely have that identity. Um, They did, you know, get rid of... I mean, you know, they traded out Cal Lowry, got Dragic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... <laughs> Is that really an upgrade? I mean, not really. His veteran leadership, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't. They, the Raptors will be okay. Mm-hmm. They'll be great. They're gonna be okay. Yeah, that's facts. It's just it's just gonna be okay. I mean, like that. I mean, they kind of got what they wanted. I mean, the front office did. Um, they they wanted, you know, Pascal Siakam to be like in the forefront of their team. So I mean, now they got that. They got rid of Kyle Lowry. He's the most. He's the person with the most star power on the team. So like yeah. now he's basically the face of the Toronto Raptors right now. So yeah, yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do have some young talent on there. I mean. So I think that just defensively, they'll be great. Um, offensively, I mean, they'll be pretty much the same. So, I mean, like, they're not going to get pushed around, like you said. But they're just not, not going to be great. They're going to be okay. They're going to be okay. Yeah. It's not going to be, like, it's, this isn't a, a season that you, you know, want to talk about, <laughs> though, for mm-hmm. them. The, you know, yes. this is one you want to flip, sweep under the rugs. Yeah. You, you flip the page on this season. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty, we're gonna shift gears here to twenty-three. The Washington Wizards. Oh, when you trade Russell Westbrook, bad things happen. Um, <laughs> so we all know they have Bradley Beal on their team. Thomas Bryant. <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, Thomas Bryant, Davis Bertans, who's overpaid, three-point shooting big. Uh, KCP, Spencer Didwillen. He's a good player. I like that signing. Rui Hachimura's pretty nice. He's not gonna like put the fear of God in anybody. He's pretty nice. Montrezl Harrell, good small ball center. Um, Kyle Kuzma, you know he has some sort of upside. I wouldn't like you know you know write home to mom about it. I think people don't realize that he's twenty six. Like he's way older than people think. Um, yeah. Danny Adavia, which was like the fourth pick in the draft last year, he didn't really flash top five pick last year, but we'll see what happens. Uh, Corey Kispert, really good three-point shooting wing. Cassius Winston's got high upside because he's a ridiculous athlete. But uh, yeah, that's their team going into next year, man. This is a team that has no chance of making the playoffs. It has a chance of making Bradley Beal another three-point-per-game scorer, though. I can say that right now. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that's my my take on it. What do you think, Chris? I can't believe that they mm-hmm. was like, we're going to get rid of your perfect counterpart and entice uh-huh. you with Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> what? Bro, <laughs> worst wrong organization <laughs> in the whole league. Not even close. Like, ew. We're going to get rid of Russ, but guess what? We got Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> AKCP. And oh, Montrez don't forget Harrell. a guy who did play in the playoffs. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, we got you the best, you know, supporting cast we could. Yes, for us, the very best we could have done. Yeah, like <laughs> honestly, um, this team is, like you said, it's not going to need games. I mean, the best, the starting star is going to be Bradley Bill if he decides to stay, because right now mm. Golden State has their testicles and a vice grip because like that's facts they it's either you're going to give us brad bill now or Mm -hmm. he might pull a james harden drop his trade value and you'll get less you should than what you should get yes yes or a player of that caliber so i Mm -hmm. mean Either way it goes, it's, it's the Brad Bill show. If he decides mm-hmm. if he lasts as long or not, who knows? Um, interesting. It's not a team to write home about. I mean, like, you got Kyle Kuzma. That's what they did. They was like, yeah, we'll take away your perfect counterpart in Russ, right? Mm-hmm. And we'll give you Kyle Kuzma. How you like that, Bradley Bill? And <laughs> no wonder he hasn't been talking on Twitter. <laughs> He's blocking. <laughs> He's going to pull a Ben Simmons and so block the entire organization. <laughs> I hope so. Bro, we should write him a letter just saying how he should leave leave the Wizards. Just leave just be done with it. <laughs> yes. They yes, don't deserve him. No, not at all. Not at all. Not not at all. Not at all. Yeah. This team sucks. This team sucks so bad. <clears throat> all right. You ready to shift gears here to the next team that sucks? Yeah. <laughs> the next team that sucks. Yeah, sure. Uh <laughs> All right, we got the hometown favorite, Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh my goodness. This team is not terrible. So, you know, Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, Isaac Okoro, Darius Garland, uh, Colin Sexton, Chetty, Larry Nance, Kevin Love, Ricky Rubio. It's 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 a pretty good team. Um it's gonna be interesting to see. Does Kevin Love come off the bench next year? Because are you really putting Evan Mobley on the bench for Kevin Love? No, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. So are you putting Jared Allen on the bench for Kevin Love? No. Yeah, he's probably coming off the bench. Yeah. Crazy. That's that a lot of contract. money off the bench. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they brought in Ricky Rubio to hopefully teach Colin Sexton how to pass the basketball. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully, in my opinion, as I've been saying and as I will always say, Darius Garland should have the ball in his hands. Colin Sexton should be off the ball. Hopefully, they figured that out this year. But uh, you know, the Cavs at least have some potential. Going places, have a player at every position that's young. Has hype upside, so that's what we got right now, Chris. What's your take on the Cleveland Cavaliers? 
I'm kind of high on him, um, honestly. Okay. I think I think that they could turn him this up, and I feel like you know this like you're giving some you're giving these young guys like Colin Sexton, Darius Garland a couple extra years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now they're a little bit more ready. I mean, like we seen Colin Sexton take a jump last year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 20, 22, sure. 22 points a game or something like that. Something ridiculous like that. He's gonna only get better. Um, I think that we we kind of lucked out little bit with Darius Garland and Colin Sexton um, because they were the best available and yeah I mean I'm not saying like oh we we got the next LeBron Kyrie or like the next like big duo in the NBA but they could definitely turn into something though yeah that's true yeah they could yeah 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 it's it's got some upside Evan Mobley probably has the most upside on the team Um, he's a good fit with really great guards so even though I feel like long term him and Jared Allen don't work together, I, I really do love Evan Mobley with really good guards. So I really feel like that's a good pairing, even though I just said that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the way I feel about that. Do you have anything else on that one? No. I mean, they, Jared uh, Allen just got that big contract though, so that's a good thing. Yes. Yeah. Good thing for him. Investing in their future. Mm-hmm. Yep. That five year, $100 million deal. Yeah. Triple digit man. Yes, sir. All right, you ready to shift gears? Yeah. All right, we got 21, the Sacramento Kings. So they have like five guards, Darren Fox, Kyle Guy, Buddy Heald, Tyrese Halliburton, Davion Mitchell. So, you know, they got plenty of guards uh, to kind of figure out which guards are their favorite Um the Marvin Bagley still, even though he hasn't really been producing it the way people I think expected. Uh, Harrison Barnes, Rashawn Holmes just got a nice, I think, fifty-two million dollar contract for like three years or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ty- Tristan Thompson is a new addition to the team, and they drafted Namus Quetta, and so I really love that guy coming out of the draft. I think big board around like twenty-three, so seven footer that can play defense. So, yeah, in my opinion, I, th- I think that Darren Fox is special, right? They have a lot of special talents at the guard position. So I, I think that they can make a push for, you know, being in competition for a bubble spot. That's my my take on them. What do you think, Chris? Um, let's see. Oh, Sacramento. Okay, yeah. So... I'll- <clears throat> They do have they have a lot of great guards. You know, they have Tyrese Halliburton, they have Buddy Hill, they have De'Aaron Fox. They just picked up um what was the guy who just dropped like 23 points? Davion Mitchell. Davion Mitchell. They have a high upside, bright future ahead of them. Um so they could like they they're always like Sacramento has been like since De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Hill came into the league, they've been pretty much like bubble teams. Like they've been like close to the playoffs, but like losing a couple extra games here. So maybe this might yeah. like with that extra score, might put them over a little bit. So they're mm-hmm. like they're possible playoff teams, but then like not quite. But they're close. Mm-hmm. They're close. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's gonna be really interesting to see what De'Aaron Fox is next year. You know, it's really cool to see his growth. He's one of the better young players he slept on just because he's not on a winning team so yeah hopefully hopefully we appreciate him you know so yeah that's our 21st ranked team are you ready to shift gears to 20 yeah all righty 
So we have a team that's been in the playoffs a lot of times here. Uh, Indiana Pacers. They have basically the same crew. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon, Karis LeVert, Jeremy Lamb, DeMontis Sabonis, who's probably the best player in the team. Miles mm-hmm. Turner, TJ Warren, who's going to be healthy. He wasn't healthy last year. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah Jackson's a really nice small ball center, so I feel like he fits. Um, and Chris Duarte in the draft, he's a really good shooting guard, three and D. You know, you know, he doesn't have a high upside because he was drafted and he's like twenty four, so he's older. Mm-hmm. But you know what he can bring to the floor, so it's gonna be that's it's that's what they're gonna bring. So yeah, I feel like they're one of those teams that are just kind of capped. Uh, I think this team goes as far as Karis Levert can grow. So yeah, that's what my take is on them. I, I don't have them in the playoffs, but you know they're, they're going to be a good team. You know, not a terrible watch type of thing. What do you think, Chris? With the play-in tournament, uh, you know, going to be because it's the thing, a recurring theme in the NBA. I mean, anything can happen on any on any night. So mm-hmm. I mean, they could get lucky and be the team. Um, like you said, it just it just depends on how far Karis Levert goes because right now, I mean, from what I was seeing last year, I'm like. Yeah, whatever it is, he got it. And you know, if he just mm-hmm. keeps growing, they might he might be able to lead them into a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. That's true. It could be. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. Yeah, hopefully he does. Because if he's like an all star or borderline all star, then him with Demontis bonus is like, ah, oh, it's pretty nice. So, yeah. yeah, and they have it's good coaching. Be- yes, they do. They do have good coaching in Indiana. <clears throat> Are you ready to shift gears to 19? Yep. All righty. We have a team that made it to the Western Conference Finals here. Los Angeles Clippers. This is what happens when your best player is out for the whole season. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, who's not technically signed yet. Yeah. So there's a 0% chance that he's not coming back. Um, (laughs) This is Patrick Beverly, Nicholas Batum, Paul George, Reggie Jackson, Luke Kennard, Terrence Mann, Marcus Morris, Rondo, Justin Winslow, Zubats. You know, Keon Johnson and BJ Boston have some upside, but I, I, that, those are the main guys heading into next year. So, you know, Paul George is really special. Um, it's going to be Reggie Jackson. They have a lot of... Um, they have a lot of really good role players, high, high like championship role players, you know what I mean? So... Mm-hmm. That's what's going to get them through, but I I wouldn't be surprised if they don't make the playoffs. To be honest with you, so no. what I think with Paul George, I mean, they might be able to do it as long as Paul George stays healthy. They have a chance at at least a playoff yeah. spot, a first round playoff mm-hmm. exit, but a playoff spot. Yeah, yeah, I feel like you're right. Paul George is really special. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad that he got his run last year, so people could move on from some of the old narratives. Yeah. Do you have anything else on this team? Not on this team, no, 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 no. All righty, we are gonna talk about the team, the team that was a four seed in the East. The New York Knicks is eighteen. Now they basically brought back the same team as last year, except added Evan Fournier, drafted Quentin Grimes, Miles McBride. Um, you know, that's that's basically what it is. Uh, oh, they also added Kemba Walker. So that's some more perimeter scoring. Um, you know, there's not a, you know, they have a good team. 
they have some young guys that have some sort of upside with Obi Toppin and Emmanuel Quickly and RJ Barrett. So it's gonna be interesting to see what they grow into uh this this year and what they look like. I it's really hard to project what they look like. So yeah, we all know gonna play defense though. So what do you think, Chris? Do you think they're making the playoffs? What do you think? I think they might, but and in New York they will have an identity problem. Cause they because mm-hmm. adding Kemba takes RJ Barrett off the floor unless they're gonna make mm-hmm. him slide down and be a shooting guard, you know. Mm-hmm. So like they have identity problem now because you had RJ Barrett who was developing as a point guard, you know, learning to read the defenses of in the in the offensive scheme and things like that. And now you're taking him out the picture and throwing Kemba in that position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get better, but now you have identity crisis because now you don't know exactly who you are anymore. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. So they yeah, could make the like playoffs. Really good take. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. I feel like that's a good take, Chris. Are you ready to move on? Yeah. All righty. We're at seventeen, and this is a risky one. This is a real risky one. I have the Timberwolves here <laughs> because D'Lo's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's D'Lo coming back, Cat healthy, Anthony Edwards gets another year. That's what has me thinking that they'll be borderline playoff team. Uh, Jared Culver gets another year. They still don't have anybody that can guard or small forward. Yeah. Which is scary, uh, other than like Torreon Prince. So that's going to be a flaw still. I don't know how they're going to fix that, but uh, yeah, Chris. Am I tripping? Are we tripping having him at yeah. 17? It's risky. Okay, let's tell me why. Tell me why. Yeah. They still have four guards and cat. Like, I mean, like, it doesn't <laughs> You're work. You're not wrong. It doesn't yeah. work. It doesn't work. I mean, I'm pretty uh-huh. sure that because of just the combination of D-Lo and Cat, even though they kind of like opposite each other, it doesn't really work. They they might be able to win some games, but I mean, mm-hmm. as long what they need to do. And what we have said they need to do before is they need to get a point guard, right? Mm-hmm. Who can hit the who can hit like a consistent mid range three point shooter, but is not ball dominant. Pass mm-hmm. the ball to Cat and open and space the floor so he can go to work down low. That's your player. That's your franchise right there. That's who you want the yeah. ball in their hand. You don't go mm-hmm. get guards and try to in like you know what I mean. You go get a point guard and surround them by shooters. And I promise yeah. you, your team changes. They become yeah. a good team in the in their conference. Period. Yeah. Just off that, that's true. Easy, easy. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of three and D guys out there now. Whether yes. or not the Minnesota Timberwolves will ever acknowledge them, I don't know who's the president over there, who's the GM, who's the coach. I don't even know. Fire everybody. All gone, please. Because yes. Yes. You have cats. <laughs> that's yes. your guy. Why would you clog the lane so he can't do anything? Yeah, and you have a special guard with Anthony Edwards, too, that can just go attack the basket like anytime he wants. He's a special athlete. This is a team (laughs) that should be built like how the old Cavs teams were built, like with LeBron James on there, where he just spread the floor and just let somebody go in and let let him be in the middle. That's how it should be. Yeah, I completely agree. They're forcing Cat to shoot too many threes, too. 
It's just, it's just their style of play just doesn't work. So, and you know, I, I, yeah, the only reason why I had them high is because they have three guys that are special. So it's going to be really interesting. The Timberwolves could either suck or be around the playoffs. So, be, uh, we need to write a letter to him as well and tell him to leave before it's too late. <laughs> Cat? Yes. Yeah. Don't get stuck yeah. in Minnesota. <laughs> Don't pull a Kevin Garnett. Please. No. All right. You ready to shift gears to a team that's, actually fun to watch. Well, that, you know, it's not like the Timberwolves aren't fun to watch, but this team's really fun to watch. I feel like this is one of your favorite teams, Chris. Oh, for sure. Number 16 is the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm just going to let you let you go on here because I know oh, you love this team. Oh my gosh. They have John Morant, right? Mm-hmm. They just added Jonas Valachunas. They drafted Will. Oh, no, 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 no. Jonas, they got, St- they got they Steven traded. Adams now. They got Steven Adams. Yes. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. got Eric Bledsoe. So now you got the car coming off the bench. Who can score? Yes. Who can create? You drafted mm-hmm. Will. This team has the most upside. Like yeah, I, could, they were upside. so close. I had the crazily. I had the winning the first round of playoffs. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah, they could do right. it. They could do it. You no. give John Morant another year <sighs> with the same with the same nucleus, and all you did was change Stephen Adams. And Eric Bledsoe, <laughs> listen, must see TV. Bro, he is. This is one. I, look, I see them winning the first round of the playoffs at least. At least. That, yeah. At I least. feel like it's really dependent on is Dalen Brooks what we saw in the playoffs last year. Because if Dalen Brooks is what he saw in the playoffs last year, that is a heck of a find. Because I don't even think it was a first-round draft pick. Mm-mm. So that, what he is defensively, mid-range scoring, like he was shooting clutch buckets. Like he was a clutch shot maker. What is Jaron Jackson next year? Right. He gets another season finally being healthy. Yeah. Finally gets an off season. So it's going to be nice to see what he's going to be because I feel like that's why they moved Valanciunas is they want Jaron Jackson at the center. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. Grizzlies need a round of applause. Yeah. Dude, they do. (laughs) You're right. Because they drafted someone. They traded up. To get the guy I love, Zaire Williams. Nice six nine scoring ability, flashes, you know, wing NBA wing ready moves, right? It just wasn't efficient yet. This is a perfect fit. Getting an ISO guy that can shoot on the wing. It's 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 I, I love what they're doing. I love what they're doing in Memphis. Yeah. Bro, John Morant is the real deal. Yeah. <laughs> the real deal. Yeah. You you were I, I think you were the first one on that. So you know you get credit. Yeah. Yeah. He's the real, real deal. He's special. I'm, special, I'm high special. on the Grizzlies. I'm definitely high on the Grizzlies. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, they're they're going to do something this year. Watch. Everybody stay healthy. Yeah. They're doing something this year. Definitely going to be a sleeper because people going to be like, yes. oh, no, it's the Grizzlies. They're going to take them lightly mm-hmm. and they're going to end up in the playoffs. Yep. Yep. They probably will make the playoffs. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're going to sneak in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you have anything else? John Moran. Okay, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's where we're gonna cut part one of the podcast. So basically, part two is going to be fifteen through one. 
So you guys can come in and listen to the episode the day after this one is released. And uh, yeah, so thank you guys for listening to us. We're on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. We got some really cool ideas for the offseason, what podcasts we're going to do. We can't stop talking to each other about it. So it's going to be really fun. So yeah. So yeah, I'm Jason Collins. And I'm Chris Muhammad. And we are the Basketball Addicts. Peace. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.